1025 It's time to talk football It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard On the day Michael Beale holds his first press conference as Rangers manager He's targeting title 56 as soon as possible he says But the players playing his way is the immediate aim There seems to be mounting speculation surrounding the future of Georgius Giacomakis at Celtic And Belgium crash out of the World Cup as the group stages move towards a finish I'm Gordon Duncan And joining me is your usual Thursday duo Of Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Yeah, we're moving out to group stages Gordon at the World Cup And into the knockout phase And that means one thing We're getting ever closer to the start of our Premiership again And with that becomes speculation about players Who will be leaving Or who will be coming in Celtic With Giacomakis Rumours that he's unhappy about a contract extension Not being given and then rumours about who they could be bringing in possibly to replace them. Things move fast. Jack Mack is still at the club, but there'll be plenty more rumours to come in the following weeks. Yeah, Mark obviously looking for a rumour tonight. Um, two weeks today, Gordon, to the real football starts back. I was going to say, two weeks. We've, we've made it this goodness. far. Thank what goodness. Do you mean the real foot? You're not having uh, the World Cup I as being a, real football. I am hating the World oh, Cup. You would. I am not even going to watch a final. I am boycotting. <laughs> I am looking forward. Why? Well, hold of on. December. What's wrong with it? It's, uh, uh, listen, everybody will agree with me out there. Really How many good games can you say we have sat and witnessed in the World Cup with all the best players all over the world turning up there? You look at Belgium, Croatia. Worst game I've ever seen. I look at the only the worst game you've ever seen. Ever seen today. Um, I've got to say, people tune in for you hear this guy tune them up. I am no. I am looking forward to our Premier League because some people criticise it. Bring it on. Bring it on in two weeks' time. Good. Well said. Right. Two weeks tonight. You're right. But we've got a lot of talking to do before then. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. So come on down and put your point to Mark Wilson or Gordon DL Celtic fans. I guess you've probably uh, been sitting patiently, sitting quietly over the last few days because Rangers appoint a new manager and there's various conversations surrounding that and lots of phone calls. But today, uh, maybe a little bit of news that you might be interested in. Uh, some speculation suggesting that Georgius Giacomakis uh, might not be hanging around for too much longer. Uh, what would you make of that? Um, is that one you would... Let go for the right price One you were desperate to keep What do you make of the overall uh, Recruitment picture Heading into January Let us know right now uh, And Michael Beale Has held his first Press conference This evening As Rangers manager So Rangers fans I know many of you Will have probably watched it live I think it was live on Sky And it was streamed uh, By Rangers We're going to play you Some of the highlights from it If you missed it as well What did you make of it? Of course he's done a couple of bits Internal interviews And so on In the last few days uh, but this was him speaking at length about a number of topics About how he sees the job going forward What types of changes he's going to make How he assesses the squad All the rest of it So if you've listened to it already Get your reaction in right now And if you've not yet I'll play some of it And you can pick up the phone And let us know your reaction to it 01419511025 Just to tee you up a little taster if you like He was asked, you know, can he win the league this season Or, or what does success look like uh, so let's throw that to you Because managers are always going to box quite clever With those things aren't they And take one game at a time But you're football fans You don't need to worry about that type of nonsense So there's one to kick you off And get you up and running Rangers fans What does success look like For Michael Beale this season? 
What does success look like? 0141-951-1025 Obviously you'd want to win the league It is a nine point gap Is it realistic? And if that can't be done What would be successful? What would satisfy you Come the end of the season? 0141-951-1025 uh, Get your calls in You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB I guess success would look like uh, In the short term Closing the gap by the 3rd of January On Celtic now that would mean winning all your games from now till then And then obviously beating Celtic And I think that in the immediate sense would be success Building off the momentum of that Will put you in a good place So I guess that's what his, his vision will be fixed firmly on Making this side better with the two weeks he's got On the training pitch Putting into practice in games And then getting results to match that I'm sure the Rangers fans would be Pretty similar along the same lines as that And would accept that as a starting point for any manager Yeah I, I agree There's a lot um, there for him to work on Gordon I think success for me would be Obviously winning one of the Cups I can't see him win the league I know that the new manager bounce We've heard that a million times I've heard all the positivity coming out of Ibrox But he's still got the same players Yes he's got one or two come back for injury But I just feel looking at the overall two squads together and the managers, I feel that Celtic are really with nine points and a good goal difference, strong, strong favourites to go on and, and clinch the title. So success for me is getting these players up and running, improving players, probably winning a cup and um, looking at the transfer market who he brings in. I was going to say, it's hard for him to look too far ahead though because he doesn't know what the situation is going to be come the end of January. He's coming to the team where... There's a wee bit of unrest in terms of players out of contract, the most saleable assets, their, their value's probably diminished a bit just now, so he's got that on his hands, and then, you know, wanting to bring players in, so the Rangers team that he has inherited just now might well be very different when it comes to the end of January, so looking to the end of the season, it might be far off for him, so he has to deal with the here and now and what he's got, and how he improves that, and kind of nursing him through the transfer window, and he'll be hoping that he gets some reinforcement in to make that team stronger. Come on then, what do you think Rangers fans? What would be success for you this season? What would be enough to satisfy you? I know that you'd, of course, you'd want to win the league, you want to win the Cups. That, that's the nature of being a football fan. What's the, what's the bare minimum, if you like? What would satisfy you? What does success look like from this point on uh, to the rest of the season? Let us know right now, 141951. 1025, you can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB. Celtic fans, you may wish to discuss uh, Georgios Jakimakis or anything else that is on your mind. And as always, this might not please Gordon DL, uh, but we'll fit in a little bit of World Cup later on, I'm sure. In fact, we've got some seven o'clock games, don't we, tonight? Japan against Spain. Uh, maybe we'll see Dyson Maida uh, playing that one, Costa Rica against Germany as well. It's been a pretty good, good run for the SPFL players, if you like. So Cameron Carter Vickers and his USA team. Uh, going through all those Australians that were either born here uh, or play here uh, at the moment, so there's a there's been a level uh, of success over the last couple of days. So we'll keep an eye on what happens in those seven o'clock kickoffs. But please do get in touch. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five or Twitter is at Clyde SSB. You seriously, you giving I, up on it? Yeah, I th I, I, I thought you would have adopted the Australian side. Or that kind of ticks all the boxes of what you would be. By the way, did you see Australia at three in the morning? What the World mm. Cup does? I mean, not their biggest sport, but... I, I would love an underdog to win it. I really do. I think it's an open World Cup. There's not a team in there that... We'd be disappointed, actually, that 
Canada have crashed out zero yeah, points because like, you, you explained the other night you've got yeah, a Canadian connection. I've got a Canadian connection. I used to go over there, coach kid on a phone, David Beckham over there. It was a great story. I've still got, I've got Bex's number brilliant. on my phone. Um, so I've got a good connection <laughs> with. <laughs> Who did you kid on? No, I, I, honestly, I don't, think it's, good, I don't think it's time. I've got a good connection. I've got Bex's number. You'll see it. I've got a good um, connection with Canada. Well, they're, all, they're, they're, all they're out. They're out. Mm. They're home. They're Niagara Falls. See you later. I'm looking at tonight Japan I like exciting t- I like the teams that, that go and have a go I was really rooting for Mexico last night I've got to say <laughs> Right He did no, say like, at the start what? of the tournament Mexico Outsiders Right I was really <laughs> rooting Because you look at You look at Poland Poland oh, Come on It was terrible football I'm saying to you Honestly I just want the World Cup final Over with <sighs> Never see it again And look forward <laughs> to the Premier League Right Rangers fans <laughs> What did you make of Michael Beale's first press conference? What does success look like this season? What do you want to achieve between now and the end of the campaign? Gabriel, a reporter, was at the press conference. How was it, Gabriel? Yes, Gordon, I've just spoken to Michael Beale, who's been unveiled in that famous blue room at Ibrox. He spoke very well, it must be said. Of course, it's the first time he has spoken uh, to all of us in the media since his appointment on Monday. He said his first few days of his training couldn't have gone any better, and he can't wait for that opening match against Hibs, which is two weeks today. He said he's going to bring attacking football to Ibrox. A few interesting keywords used. He said we want to be on the front foot variety as well, and he wants to excite the Ibrox crowd again. Of course, he is the 18th permanent Rangers manager, still a relative novice in terms of being a number one, only managed 22 games for QPR. But he was, of course, so pivotal for Steven Gerrard during the successful spell when they won the 55th title a couple of years ago. And the Rangers board have decided he is the man for the job. And that job is a big one. Despite last season's Scottish Cup win and the Europa League final run, the Jers have struggled this campaign. Yes, they've been hampered by injuries. The Champions League is behind them now. But the league is what they'll be looking at. They're nine points behind league leaders Celtic at the break. We all know that. And here is what Beale had to say when I asked him what the aims are for the rest of the season. Obviously, you were part of the team with Stephen three and a half years to the club from where they were to becoming champions. Giovanni to the club to European final on the first Scottish Cup in over a decade. When you sat down with Ross, with the board, to agree to become manager, what long-term targets were set for you? We need to win 56 as soon as possible. We need to improve our cup record, um, which obviously we slightly improved last year by winning the Scottish Cup. And we need, we, need to, we need to improve the identity on the pitch. That's what I feel. Uh, that's what the group of players feel as well. And I think at the moment, one or two players' value is probably not the reality of what it was six or eight months ago. That's damaging to the players, the football club and to the staff. So we have to improve that. You know, all the players in the building have got a lot of responsibility as well towards their own careers. So it's my job to uphold them to that and my job is to try and get the best out of them. And getting the best out of the individual will make a stronger team and a stronger Rangers. And I'm excited to uh, get working with the boys. You said that you need to win 56 as soon as possible. Do you think it is realistic to have a proper title challenge season this season? Also, there is a long way still to go. You are nine points behind Celtic. Do you feel that it is a realistic aim for you to challenge for the title this season? I think the first thing to do is for us to get the identity on the pitch where we want it, the energy on the pitch, the right players on the pitch and start moving forward and winning football games. This Christmas period will have a big part in whether we can do that or not. The most important thing now is to win the next game.
which, which is always the job here as a manager at Rangers. Win the next game, see where it takes us. I think the goalposts will move. If we keep winning games, then obviously something will happen. This time last year, uh, not too late after this, I believe there was a seven-point gap in our favour. So it can be turned around, but the most important thing right now is not to talk too big, it's to win the next game. What do you think of that Rangers fans Give us a call 01419511025 I suppose though Gabriel on a day of managers Officially unveiled if you like um, He's flanked by board members And a sporting director in this case And Ross Wilson I'm assuming he had some questions To answer as well yeah, he certainly did, Gordon. The board and Ross Wilson have been criticised by some fans over the last six months for not investing more in the summer with that added Champions League money that came in. We all know that, but yet yeah, we did get to ask uh, Ross Wilson himself a few questions. Stuart Robertson was in there as well, but Wilson told us why he thinks Beale is the right man for the job and ensured supporters that funds will be available in January if required. Michael, first and foremost, wants to assess what's here. Probably about three quarters of the squad he already knows very well. Probably get his grips again as to where the boys are at today, uh, as well as familiarising himself with the new players as well. But there's certainly an assurance if Michael wants to do something in the market, then from the board's point of view, we'll try and back that as much as we as much as we possibly can. As always, I think we we obviously were very impressed by the work that Michael did uh, under Stephen's guidance um, during the period that he was here before. I think Michael's used the word identity a few times. We want to make sure that we've got an absolute clear identity on the pitch. We think that the squad will be better for that um, and we know what his ideas are. But probably more than that, we know we know the energy that he'll bring as well. And I think one of the guys already asked a question about what we've felt so far. And you can certainly see the energy of the players um, behind the ideas, working ever so hard. Uh, obviously, we're, we've got some players that were welcomed back from injury already, which has been a welcome boost to the squad. Others will join the squad in the coming days and weeks, which is another boost to the squad. But we can see that energy that Michael's brought. We can see the energy on the pitch. But above all else, we want to see that identity and we know that Michael's very, very clear in that. Thanks to Gabriel for keeping us across the press conference from Ibrox this evening. What about Charlie then, who's going to kick us off on the phones? Charlie, what does success look like this season? Well, success looks like for me as to see Morellas coming on and looking like a football player again. Not like a sumo wrestler. As far as I'm concerned, and being fit and Kent doing what he should be doing, playing the way he can play, and not sitting there watching and thinking myself got a chance of winning. And if these two guys can pull their socks up and the guys round about them tell you what they've got today, got a chance of winning uh, the league. But um, these are the two guys that are hanging back. They've got the skill to do all these different things, and you're sitting saying to yourself, you know, Morelos, we've watched it. Everybody's watched it, and it's just unbelievable. But if he can do that If he can get these two guys In my opinion Way Morelos I would get rid of Morelos To tell you the truth But He's going to He's going to do a, 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 a What do you call it a, a miracle If he can get him back To some kind of player again And if he can Well he, He's got me in his corner I'll tell you that man Fair enough I mean He was asked About Morelos Gordon If he could get a tune out of him mm-hmm. uh, And he said If he Plays like he trained Today then yes So he was, he was implying that he trained particularly well today um, Obviously that's that's one thing And then there's there's competitive action Still to follow So you understand that Charlie's looking at success In terms of 
how he improves players that, that That's it That's the first sort of step For Charlie Yeah um, I think you've got A better opportunity When you're best players And let's face it When Morelos is Fit and sharp Then he's the best centre forward As much as Cholak's come in Hit the ground running Scoring goals But I still think When the two of them Are at that peak of fitness Morelos is certainly The best option for me But it's a good option to have Kent was their big uh, Go-to player He's not really kicked a ball. My my thing, if if I if if I'm Michael Beale, I'm looking at that. I watch Morelos. I watch Ken. I look at them with their contracts as well. If they ain't going to sign new contracts, if they're running down the clock and they don't start improving now, everybody thinks Kent will get a new lease of life because he's worked with Beale at Liverpool as well, Gordon. So he knows him very well. Worked with him at Rangers. Then me personally, I would put them aside. I would not waste two minutes with them. I'd put them aside and concentrate on guys that want to go forward with Rangers, want to play with Rangers and want to start putting in a challenge. I think that's his his big decision to make. But listening today, I think Morelis is starting to, you know, put... Put, put his, I was going to say put his weight about But that would be plenty um, Get yourself into a sharpness To go and work and see what you can do So Charlie, you think the league's gone Presumably then You don't think that's the barometer of success Do you pay much attention to you know? Does he need to cut the points gap Is it a trophy You know What, what else looks What else would satisfy you success wise Well the way I look at it I'll be a long shot every day win the league but the thing is, if we do win a couple of cups, and that's always something, isn't it? You know, but we Celtic, Celtic, obviously Celtic's got to drop points, uh, and uh, them have a got a chance. But to win over games and Celtic drop, we've got, we've got three times to play them yet. So we uh, will just need to see where that, that goes. But oh well, man, it's a big, huge improvement on the part. You know, what I mean, it's just, I mean, that, that that's the one, the turning point for me was that time when we played Dundee United, and we beat them two one. And I thought to myself, we got taps the next week and all that. We played against them one two one, but what's the god to be like? You know, and funny enough we beat the four nine, you know what I mean? But it was it, then it was just down and down and down and it's just unbelievable. Yeah, it looks like in the short term Mark success for Michael Beale will be getting the team playing the way he wants them to. Yeah. Ultimately. Do you do you pay attention to you know the the points gap? Is that a measure of success? Like let's Obviously Michael Beale's going to try and win the league Right I think That's There's a nine point gap As everybody knows So what what can you do What what would satisfy the Rangers fans That's what we're trying to establish Does he need to cut the, the points gap Is it as simple as that Or is there more to it There's certainly more to it I think he does need to cut the points gap To, to sit at the end of the season And say Yeah there has been some Sign of success from the outside But The style that Charlie's touched on That he went along and watched And even though they were winning Wasn't you know enthralling for any Rangers fan That's what did it for Van Bronckhurst And the board had enough of it as well That's why he lost his job So Michael Beale has to come in and change that And change it quickly Remember when Ange Postacoglu came in They had to do a, a huge job Of changing the, the mentality The system The style he, he had probably four or five weeks in pre-season to, to get that over And a couple A good couple of friendlies Michael Beale doesn't have that He's got a couple of weeks He's got one friendly And then they're right back at it So It's a much Trickier job for him Midway through a season we're trying to establish What success would be uh, Charlie would settle for a couple of cups He says oh, yeah, Gordon There yeah. only, only are two left So um, Possible aim, of course Aim high uh, Listen 
Celtic supporters and the Celtic management team will be looking for the treble. Rangers supporters and new manager will be looking for success with cups and try to catch Celtic in the league and win the league. That's just the two clubs. That's the way they are. They just think success. But uh, it'll be interesting to see where Michael Beale takes us. 01419511025 Thank you to Charlie uh, You can tweet us as well at Clyde SSP Keep those calls coming then Michael Beale's first press conference today What does success look like this season? Rangers fans, let us know And we'll get your answers in next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson are here They're both waiting patiently Just telling me during the break how desperate they are For you to get in touch So don't let them down 01419511025 uh, And join in the discussion tonight Still looking for you Celtic fans to get involved You'll have seen that story I'm sure uh, about Georgios Giacomakis Now don't get me wrong He's got a while left In his contract anyway um, But Ange Postacoglu did say At the AGM That Celtic fans might be uh, Might need to get prepared To lose some of their favourites At some point So let us know If you think there's any mileage In that one uh, We've just heard Michael Beale's First ever Rangers Press conference this evening uh, And we're asking you What success would look like How will you judge him This season Um Let's put that question to Jim Who's a Rangers fan on the line What does success this season look like Jim? I think winning both Cups The, the way when you left last year We were going into the semi-final Of the League Cup And Rangers got destroyed by a Hibs team That couldn't buy a win So therefore I think he has to win that And retain the Scottish Cup I think the league's gone So we just need to try and close the gap in Celtic Plus I was, as I said to the producer, it hates me to agree with Gordon. No, there's nothing worse. If Morelis and Kent are not prepared to sign new contracts, they need to be sold in January. Mm. In terms of this notion of success then, Mark, Jim says win both Cups. And the logic is pretty simple to follow. If you can't win the league, win the other two domestic competitions. Mm. That I always wonder about the... the, the, the fine-line nature of that stuff. So what If you win Both the Cups That's successful But if you get to the final And you can You batter a team And you concede in the last minute And you lose it That's then not successful And I know that's football In a nutshell But do you see what I mean A league is a really It's the ultimate representation Of of how good you are Across a season Teams can win a cup You know And they can They can sneak a cup Maybe even And you could You could could be unlucky to lose it Can it be that black and white That Win two Cups is successful don't win two cups is not successful. Well, it certainly helps if you're a manager, Celtic or Rangers, and you turn around and you've got silverware on your CV rather than just finals that you've lost. But I, look, I agree with you. The league, obviously, it goes hand in hand. If you can progress in the league while adding that success, then of course it's been a successful season from what you've picked up. Michael Beale is picking up the mess that Van Bronckhurst has left behind. And it's, I don't believe it's going to be instant. Overnight It's going to take a bit of time To work at it It might not be sparkling From day one But if you can look back At it at the end Like Jim's saying And and you've got two trophies Then I think the Rangers fans Would bite your hand off Just now At this moment in time For that Seeing how far Mm. ahead Celtic are Not just in terms of points But I think everything About the club Celtic are miles ahead If Beal can cut That gap in the league And add silverware Then They've set Themselves up nicely For a real challenge Next season Yeah uh, Like If if Jim gets his wish And Bill wins 
uh, the league company, Scottish Cup, within six months or whatever it may be, um, coming back, that would be incredible job. I I agree with Matt. I I, I think he's got a free hit at the league because. Yes, nine points plus a goal difference. The way Celtic are, the way they're adding to their squad, the the quality they've got in their squad, the way they play their football, that has got to be very difficult to claw back. And even Jim, the Rangers fan, says that he thinks the league's gone. I totally agree with him. I, w- I would think it'd be a, a real blow-up from Celtic if they lose it from here because of not the fact that Rangers have still got time, just the way the position Celtic are in. But for Michael Bailey to come in, if he'd won two Cups... That'd be an incredible story. He's still Aberdeen in the semi-final they won and he's been drawn away to McDermott Park and the other one, so difficult games. He says short-term, Jim, you know, the, the sort of aim, the success would be to get the team playing his way and, and a, have more of an identity, play on the front foot, play like the bigger team, he says. Is that something that you're looking for? I think it's... <clears throat> well, he, the la- last year when he was there, even his team were trying to, were struggling to break down teams that part of us. So Kent has to step up and be able to break down defences. Yeah, and that, that's the thing. You can always you going back to that first spell. I'm not sure anyone's pretending it was perfect. I'm sure, of course, it wasn't. Um, but that that was something he was quite keen to get across. And he look, he's never going to criticise Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. In fact, he tried to be very. Respectful and, and praise the job of getting to the Europa League final and so on But he was pretty clear Suggesting that the team this season Doesn't look like it's got an identity And he wants to give them one yeah. He pretty much said that And I think he will uh, And I think he's right in saying that actually um, He's not throwing anybody under the bus I think he's just been upfront and honest I think that's important at your first press conference To get on side with the fans right away Because you're agreeing with him What they've been moaning about now, when when he was part of the team, Stephen Gerrard's team, when they first came about, they did have a certain style, a certain identity. They brought in the two number ten kind of roles that served them well. Kent flourished in that role, and whoever else filled the other side was was great. And Morelos seemed to play his best stuff. I think after a couple of years, teams as they do catch on to what they're doing, and they they kind of sussed them out a bit. That's when they found it difficult. And before Rangers could really shake things up and Beal could come up with any new ideas, he was gone, he was away to Villa and it was a different style under Van Bronckhorst. So that's why it will be so interesting to see what he has learned from from that period. Does he revert back to mm-hmm. that plan right at the start? Or has he got a few tweaks up his sleeve that's something completely Do different? You know what's interesting for me, Mark? Everybody, all the Rangers supporters seem to be putting their hopes on Kent and Morelos. And Kent Morelis when they're firing also they're, they're good players, let's not be kidded here But if they get to January And they say they're up and running They're playing well, Kent's been moved into his number 10 Creating as Jim said, he wants something to create Morelis has got his cell up to a bit of decent fitness And looking sharp and scoring goals If they don't sign contracts I think that's a big that's a big question that we'll need to answer is it though? Look at Connor Goldson last season. Everyone yeah. expected them to leave. Just ran down the contract and, and then just signed the new one in the summer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Does it, it always need to be uh, as that, dramatic? Yeah, I'm dramatic. It certainly <laughs> could happen because it, uh, it was there with the proof with Goldson. But I just, I just think that he'll have a mm. decision to make for me. All right, let's thank Jim for his call and bring in Dell in Edinburgh. What does success look like for you, Dell? 
Uh, success for me this season would look like um, was twofold. So the first one would be beat Celtic three times and win the treble. The second one would be beat Celtic three times and win the double. So that that's the way I'm looking at it. You, you don't want much then, Dale, do you? <laughs> well, that's I'm a Rangers fan. That's what we want. Absolutely. Listen, and I, I said that at the start. I get that. Of course, you're going to aim to win the league. So I'll reword it. Right, I did put it in a bit too blunt of fashion. What's the bare minimum? The bare minimum would be to beat Celtic three times. All right, okay, I get that. He dropped the treble. Mm. He's, re- he's, re- com- he's climbed <laughs> he's down from the treble. Even even Dell's beat Celtic three times is the only way it, it could be gauged as successful. I think that's off as well. You've got to remember what you're up against in Celtic, and that's not to say that Bill won't bring success. But if sometimes you're playing against a better team, you you can lose. But if you can narrow the points gap, if you can add silverware, then I think overall. It, generally it will be seen by the Rangers fans as, as a success and a step in the right direction It's very hard to compare the two eras Gordon it was completely mm. different and Stephen Gerrard and Michael Beale arrived the previous season was you know a, a disaster miles different to, to the the picture that's inherited at the moment albeit the team's not been in a great place but what they did have to do was sort of chip away at it step by step. Mm. Remember that that was it. Can you beat Celtic first of all? Well, first of all, it was actually can you finish second because they were you know they were finishing third. Can you beat Celtic once? Can you do it one time? Then can you start doing it again? Would they've not exactly got a long losing run against Celtic at the moment, but there has been some heavy ones. Would that be a fairly obvious first step? Along the way 100% I think that for a range of supporters um, You know Beating Celtic will not guarantee You can go and win the league But I think it gives you that Confidence booster Because You've got to give Celtic All the credit in the world How good a side they are How they play football As Mark said They're, they're, they're a terrific team At times to watch They sh- score goals They've got good pace They've got good energy I think with Bale coming back um, In the December He could easily go Up until that game You know Undefeated so can Celtic Obviously I would bet Celtic To do that as well I, I just think they're, They'll get too much quality So if Rangers Could get into the January 2nd At Ibrox At home And get their cell a victory Of course it gives you confidence But let's not be kidded here It could flip it the other way You know Because Celtic are a, a, a real top class side So you think the only way That this season Will be classed as successful Is to get three victories Against Celtic Dell That's your bare minimum No 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 Right So the way I'm looking at it Right Mick Beale's undefeated against Celtic in the last seven games, right? He's, he's come up against Celtic the last seven games, he's undefeated, right? So he's got a track record of beating Celtic, right? Now, what I'm saying is, if we beat Celtic three times, that gives us our best opportunity of winning the league because they could drop points, we could drop points. But if we were, if we win the three games against them, at least we're clawing back that nine point gap. Whether it extends from then until then, that depends on. If we go to Pataudry or Easter Road or Tynecastle and drop points, but that's the same for Celtic. But what, what I'm saying to you is, Mick Beale's got a track record of success against Celtic. Now, we've got a lot of players to come back for injury, right? So, once a back, especially Goldson, I don't know if you've noticed, but the drop started when Goldson got injured. So, if Goldson comes back fully fit, then we might be able to rock on for there. But uh, you asked me what the bare minimum was. The bare minimum is beating Celtic three times, in my opinion. Because that's my generation And I just want to beat Celtic But ideally I'd love to win the treble But I'll settle for Winning the double And beating Celtic three times 
Who is that time of year you can get the Christmas mm. list out? But he's <laughs> right. I did. I did ask the question. I just. It's always nice to hear someone very ambitious aiming high. I hope Stephen Gerrard's not listening because Michael Beale's he's he's getting the victories against yeah, Celtic on uh, his record. His record. Can alone. you share it? How does it work? Yeah, yeah. I think Stephen Gerrard takes a lot of uh, praise for that as well. Gordon. Celtic fans, meanwhile, they'll be sitting listening to his show saying, "Well, if we beat Rangers three times, we are eighteen points in front." Oh, thanks. That was very abrupt. I thought you were going to elaborate. Thank you, Dell. 01419511025. Uh, Celtic fans, Aye. this is the time for you to get in touch. Let's hear from you right now. So, there's a newspaper report, I think, last night into this morning, um, speculating about the future of Georgios Giacomakis and whether he will be here uh, for the remainder of his contract or uh, likely to leave a bit sooner. Let us know what you think, and we'll speak to you right after these. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here It's 0141-951-1025 Celtic fans, we were asking uh, for your take on a story that was in a couple of the newspapers over the last couple of days uh, that Georgios Giacomakis could and that's the bit you'd have to underline uh, could be set for a Celtic exit sooner uh, rather than later He does have quite a while left in his contract But the story goes That he was on the understanding He would get a, a better offer He would get his money put up ultimately um, At the end of the first season If he did well uh, And talks have been ongoing But they've been unable to reach an agreement Over an improved contract for the striker uh, Ross is a Celtic fan on the line What do you read into that if anything Ross? Um, hi Mark Gordon Gordon how are you all well? Thank you um, no, I'm a bit concerned, obviously, because um, Jackie Marcus for me, is, is Celtic's best striker. So I think Celtic need to do everything in their power to keep him there. Um, I think it's criminal if we let him go in January. Um, so me personally, I would give him whatever he wants, just give him it and get him to sign a contract. If it's two year, three year, I don't care what it is, as long as he signs that dotted line. Yeah, Mark, the length of the contract is fine. It's there. It just seems like if the story is... Accurate that he expected his terms to improve um, And Celtic have apparently offered something But it's not as much as he wants basically Yeah, um, yeah. so he's still there in 2026 is it? So he's still got a, a, a length of time to wait um, I, I wonder where the story comes from in situations like this You know, An agent? Uh, yeah, Perhaps Yeah, obviously um, And it's a wee bit disappointing it, in that respect It's, it's a very similar... It's a very similar story, really, to Josip Juranovic. It's, yeah. it's very similar. They've both got, they've both got a while to go. They both apparently were working on improved contracts, and both apparently are not uh, where they should I'd, be. I'm a wee bit divided on this in players because I, I get that players sometimes are promised something to get them to a club, and if you do better, you will be rewarded. That's got to be certainly written into the contract and. Probably the terms have got to be stipulated within that What I don't think can happen is the player does well Then says, well I want an improved contract The club Celtic then put together an improved contract And say, no, mm. I'm, I'm not having that So my agent's going to cause all sorts of panic here By going to the, the media about it And then it, it causes unrest in a, a camp That are sailing along pretty well just now Yeah, I think it, it clearly depends, Gordon We'll never know what assurances were given Or, or promises or, or whatever um, if there is a scenario though Where A player Any player Signs initially For less money Than they wanted mm -hmm. At that point On the understanding That that 
contract will get improved if they do well. You can see why that might be a frustration if that doesn't come to fruition. But again, we we, we don't really know what the promises are. So let's mm. stick to what we can probably safely speculate about in that if there is an issue, do you throw everything you can at Jackie the way Ross says, or do you say, well, scored in the Champions League, had a good season and a half. Cash in. Three and a half years left in the contract Or three years left in the contract Sell them, buy somebody else Yeah, yeah. I, I think the, the manager Will not get himself caught up too much in this Gordon Because he's a sort of manager that goes Right, okay If it's a situation he has to leave And get good money f- in for him He'll get into the transfer market And probably bring in uh, a, a good enough replacement uh, Have Look, I've dealt with these sort of contracts At a lower scale, right? So before him to shout So you've only managed X, Y and Z Lower scale What I'm very surprised at That if you bring someone in You say, right, look We're not too sure But there's your contract If you do well over the next mm-hmm. season X, Y and Z It should all be written down there It should be black and white I, I just don't I don't grasp that, right? That opens If it's not in black and white It opens the door For a situation that's on Just now With Jack and Marcus going well I see I've, I've, I've achieved more than Yeah, but what, what if thinking. And again this is, this is where it's difficult, right? Because I am I said we shouldn't speculate too much And now I'm going mm, to Because right. you kind of have to What if the Agreement of improved terms Is there Yeah, and he's not accepted it But the amount Is obviously the bit That you then debate yeah, um, the level of improvement. Well, I think then it's it's up to Celtic to see where the line is. Me personally, for this guy, um, would I push a little bit extra? Yes, I certainly would because I think he brings so much to mm. Celtic. I think uh, people are split in the Celtic camp, as in supporters, who the who the best striker is because yeah. he will certainly have his supporters out there. There's no doubt in that uh, over Kyogo. Um, so yes, I would push a boat out a little bit, but there's always a line at a club and. Um, there's a point where you get to and you think, right, okay, if you're not going to take that, you have had a good season, your stock's still high because if you look at the other side of the city with Rangers with Morelos at one point talking big money, I don't think that'll happen to Jack and Marcus, but there's a time to cash in as well. But I think that they'll get round the table. I think this guy's still got plenty of time. You know, 2026, still go, Gordon. There's lots to go there. Um Ross, I keep thinking back to Ange Postacoglu's comments just a couple of weeks ago at the AGM. Now, I'm not saying these were aimed at Jackie Marcus or anyone in particular, but they still must be considered when we're talking about this. He says, We will need to move players around to make gains. We have to maximise our squad to get the greatest revenue from the club. I'm comfortable with that. It will be unsettling for you guys. You'll have favourite players, but we need to be wise. Is that maybe laying the foundations for things like this? Yeah, no, in terms of obviously I get the financial aspect that there comes a point where a player needs to maybe move and stuff, but I just feel like losing somebody like Jackie Marcus in January is just, uh, it's just unbearable because, again, I think he is our best striker um, and that's no disrespect to Kyogo, but I think the guy scored something, I think 19 goals since we've had him and I think to let somebody go that scored 19 goals is, it, it just can't happen and I think that we need to do all we can now I'm not saying break the bank to keep him but if there is a, an improved offer there that you speak about Gordon that it's enough to keep him at the club I think you need to acknowledge that the guy has has brought success to Celtic so I think he should be due some sort of um, repercussion of that and give him a, a bit extra but not enough to break the bank I don't think so 
What do you make of that Mark In the context of Ange Postacoglu On a couple of occasions A few weeks ago Talking about being aggressive And You know move, Moving players quickly If you have to And, and not be scared of that And even references there Like I said about it, That was a message to shareholders That day Look I know you guys will have Some of your favourite players But it was almost Be ready Because if we feel we need to Then then we will For whatever yeah. reason So whether this falls into that bracket or not We'll find out Josip Juranovic We asked a similar question A couple of weeks ago Yeah uh, It was an interesting take in things And I think we were all Kind of taken aback By the manager Coming out and saying that Because something We're not used to But I think he's Protecting the best interests Of the club I think he's he, He's probably seen the history Of some players in the past uh, You look at Christie And Edward And people like that Who at the peak of their powers Maybe could have went for more Even the other side of the city With Morelos and Kent Who were banging on about That they you know They can quickly lose Their value That's pinned on them in a, At the top of their game So what he's saying is If these guys are 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 doing great And they're performing well And there's interest That's fine We'll take maximum profit for them And I'll be good enough As a manager To bring in someone else And coach them And make even more money Giacomacchus might fit into this But Daz is right Giacomacchus won It's split the Celtic fans Real favourite Split the Celtic fans In terms of Is he the best striker Him or Kyogo um, so, but I would still put the blame at this at the agent. If you sign a contract that length of time, and you've got four years left, I don't think you can make a fuss saying my player isn't happy with the terms. You negotiated the terms. You signed it. If it was in black and white, you wouldn't be having this conversation because it would just kick in. The improvement would just kick in. So Ross is saying Celtic need to throw everything at him. He's going nowhere. He's sitting at Celtic for four years. Celtic don't need to do anything. No, but Ange Postacoglu is not talking about needing to do anything. He's talking about a, a willingness to be aggressive and yeah, be yeah. for everyone, for for every player. Yeah. I, I like guess. that, Gordon. I I like that statement from Postacoglu. I think it's very positive. He believes in his own ability. Look, yes, I've got players here the fans love, but if I have to try and take this club another step, these players mm. might have to go and get an upgrade in these players. He's confident he can do that. I think that's good man management. Well, here's the other thing Ross Let's just take it a step further Since we're on a, a hypothetical train here Although you're talking about You think he's Celtic's best striker Can he still not be upgraded If we're talking Champions League Everyone kept phoning in After those Champions League games And saying You know Maybe actually As much as we love the guys Maybe lacking a bit of quality At the sharp end of the pitch And that's why we're not Sticking the chances away Yeah no I, I take that point as well But I think the I think the only doubt Hello oh, Carry on carry on Hello, can you hear me? Ross. Yeah, Ross. Right, Ross. Over now. Uh, Ross is meant to be from Pollock. I don't know where <laughs> we're in that. A different planet. Yeah. Different planet yeah, some satellite. Sort of you can delay. just answer the question, There's Mark. I, I don't know what's happened. Oh, is the question? I've forgotten. It probably wasn't any good. Um, no, it was, about, it was about upgrading. You can love oh, Jack and Marcus. Great you question. Th- you can think he's Celtic's right. best striker. But you know what? He signed, signed what, two million, two and a half million. Yeah. Again, it's a massive if. Can you get six, seven for him in the next wee while and then believe that you can go yeah. and get someone better? I, I, I think you can. I think with a manager and a coach like Postacoglu, of course you can. Look what he did with this group of players. So it's a great model to have. You know, if you can back it up with actual stats and success, then it's a brilliant model to have. But you're right, you make a good point. Scoring goals in the Champions League was Celtic's downfall this term. That's pinned in Giacomacchus and Kyogo. If he's that unhappy and he wants to go, I'm sure somebody else can come along and have a good go in the Champions League next year. Thanks to Ross. It was nice to hear from you. Keep your thoughts coming in on that, Celtic fans. It's already that time of the night, though. 
That's every night this week I think I've pressed the wrong button I don't oh. know if it's just the World Cup's just mm. They've just World messing Cup with fever me Just taking my, the... my focus away yeah. Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Come on then Gordon DL scunnered He's sick of the World Cup The only big competition he's interested in is tonight's Beat the Pundit 01419511025 Lines close at 7 It could be you taking on one of these two next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Dieller here Both taking your calls We heard a bit from Michael Beale's first ever Rangers press conference We were asking what does success look like this season And I get that everyone wants to win the league That's football uh, what's, the, what's the bare minimum then if you like What would what would satisfy you Rangers fans More towards the end of that hour before the break We were discussing Georgios Giacomakis And these reports uh, That him and the club are a bit apart And they are uh, communications regarding a new contract And what that could mean for his future And of course the 7 o'clock games at the World Cup Have just kicked off Celtic fans you might be interested Mark Wilson they always say that Dyson Maid is a pressing machine And that's why he's in the team He'll have some amount of pressing to do against this Spain yeah. team tonight Over a thousand passes in one of their previous games and Just watching the start of here It doesn't look like he's even bothering to try and press these guys Because I think he knows he'll, he'll get picked off They're all retreating to the halfway line That's Spain teams They've got, good. they've got a trigger point by looks at They're not pressing high up the pitch They'll just play through you They're dropping deep Maeda's just in his own half Going from side to side Boring <laughs> Really not funny Anyway I don't think FIFA will invite you to the next one no. In America There we are Brilliant yeah. pressing by Dyson Maeda Takes it off the Spain back line And sends Japan on, the, on an attack As the cross comes in Oh look Hatati would again. have been Coming on to that And putting uh, that in anyway, If he was goal, in the squad Goalless in both games So let's crack on With a big match Of our own Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Right Beat the pundit time Worrying Worrying times It's Thursday night We've not had a victory For the listeners yet This week and last week I think uh, No no Cammy Bell lost on Friday oh. I mean I wasn't here So I feel like it's one of them You know If a tree falls and Yeah, no, yeah. That's uh, all I Not the brightest Cammy But I heard that he lost Put it that way mm. Someone told me uh, Stuart is tonight's contestant From Falkirk How's it going Stuart? Not too bad Thank you very much Have you ever played before? No I have not How do you do when you're sitting at home? Uh, last night I must admit I didn't get any points um, Cue that up Stuart so Stuart I, I, I'm interested I in the, I'm interested in the psychology The night so before you played, as well. you played at home last night And got zero But you thought I'm just going to phone up uh, And give this a go anyway Well, well it's marking the Dazzler So surely uh, hold, hold, hold on a minute mate Don't worry about us You get a zero <laughs> They must have been tough last night It was only a, it was a What was it A 2-0 win for Marvin Bartley uh, Last night So let's toss the coin anyway I, I love that our listener, they're the most honest people ever. Ah, just come on and say, I sat at home last night and got a zero, but and that made me want to phone in the <laughs> very next you know, night. Stuart, you get a six last uh, night, anyway, even if you didn't. Because he's honest. going on. No, like you two Charlotte. That's why. At heads, it's Mark. Tails, it is Gordon DL. And it is Tails. It's Gordon DL up against Stuart. Come Falk, on, Stuart. Come on, zero. If Stuart can go from a zero to beating you in the space ah. of 24 hours, I will be delighted. So, what we'll do here. Is I'll put this up nice and loud I'll give Gordon DL Clyde 2 to listen to So that he doesn't know What we're saying Stuart It's just you and I 30 seconds You can pass if you want Okay 
Okay. Right, let's go then. 30 seconds starts now. Name either country through to the World Cup knockouts, having scored just twice. Croatia. Which former Celtic player was sent off six times between 2013 and 2022? Scott Brown. Name either player to score for Rangers in their Champions League group games this season. Pass. Which current Scottish Premiership team did Graham Doran start his professional career with? St Johnson. Which Premiership team stadium is based in Gorgie? Gorgie Hearts. Okay, okay, okay. Gordon DL, can you hear us? I can. Tough. Uh, I'm looking at Mark's face. I think they're tough. Mark, would you agree? Yeah. Agree. <sighs> Definitely yeah. tough. Yeah. But I'm going to give it a go. After a couple, I felt like just making a question up that was easy because I felt right. like they were too difficult. Right. Pass uh, anyway. the, for, pass the first three. You ready? Yeah. 30 seconds on the clock and your time starts now. <laughs> Name either country through to the World Cup knockouts having scored just twice. Uh, Poland. Which former Celtic player was sent off six times between 2013 and 2022? Uh, pass Name either player to score for Rangers In their Champions League group games this season Cholak Which current Scottish Premiership team Did Graham Dorans start his professional career with? Livingston Which Premiership team stadium is based in Gorgie? Hearts And who captained France to their 2018 World Cup win? Deschamps No, he's a manager It was woeful uh, Right Stuart, you got a zero last night Playing at home how do you think it went tonight? Yeah, I've maybe got a zero. I think I've got a zero. <laughs> I love you, Stuart. <laughs> Come back. Uh, name either country through to the World Cup knockouts, having scored just twice. You had the choice of USA or Poland. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm devastated. I thought he would panic. That's okay with me. What's that? I thought he would panic for sure and get that wrong. Um, One nil. Again, I thought this was tough. I mean, when you hear the answer, fine, but which former Celtic player was sent off six times between 2013 <sighs> and 2022? On. You passed it. At least you gave me a name, which was Scott Brown, but that's not Beaton. right either. Near Beaton. Oh, I was going to go Beaton. Um, name either player to score for Rangers in their Champions League group games. You had Scott Arfield. Yeah, against Liverpool. Or James Tavernier. Yeah. What about Cholak? No, forget him. It was only only two. Oh, is it okay? Where did uh, Stuart get? He didn't. He didn't <laughs> get it. Stuart's getting a double, so isn't he? One nil. He's getting a Wednesday and Thursday zero DL. club. Graham Doran <laughs> started his pro career with Livingston. Well Stuart, done, Stuart. I'm impressed at you there. Yeah, Stuart didn't get that one either. <laughs> Stuart, I'll steal your ball. Stuart, are you feeling the worst? <laughs> yeah. Please phone in tomorrow night. Gordon Deal's two 0 up. Which Premiership team stadium is based in Gorgie? You got it. It's Hearts. Stuart Never Eventually oh, got it Stuart. He was humming and hawing And eventually he said well done, Stuart. So Stuart Do you know what At least it wasn't a zero And he only got three So I wouldn't let him <laughs> Criticise you too much But it was a defeat On the night Stuart But you're getting yep. better A zero last night A one tonight Who knows what the future holds The sky's the limit Stuart No problem Thank you for having me on Well done Dazlock Thank you Brilliant, Stuart, Stuart You're a yeah, gentleman yeah, You worked very hard thank, At getting one Thank well you done, very much Stuart Progress uh, and it's Costa Rica nil, Germany one, uh, right on oh, cue. Um, I think I just looked up in time from the beat the pundit questions. I think it was a sort of cross come shot that ends up, uh, in at the back post. Maybe I'm doing someone a terrible disservice. Uh, of course I'm. It was a header. Well seen. Well, well seen. I was too busy looking at the too busy looking at the beat the pundit yeah, questions. A great header yeah, as well. Yeah, Germany could do with that because they need Japan to drop points as well tonight, don't they? 
Yeah, yeah. I feel that like Jeremy's taking the shine off my result tonight. Oh, you want to reflect a bit more, do you? Oh, on th- your three-one. I, I thought Stuart was at it when he came on. He sounded like he he was going to have a real good go tonight. But nah, no that's that's so. like when you're a big team in the Scottish Cup and you draw one of the minnows. When he comes on and says I got a zero last night, you think, oh. No, I don't need to be a man. That's like one of the ones that your family's round about listening to radio going, Oh no, Stuart, please don't do <laughs> That's that. That's not your Stuart is on, is it? <laughs> oh, 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 put the put, put the radio off, Stuart he's on. Ah, <laughs> uh, poor Stuart. Well done, Daz. That was good. I thought by the way, your most impressive answer was the, the Dorans one. I don't I, think I, I would have I got followed that. that. I followed, followed his career. I followed that. Do you know so I'm a bit upset? I'm a bit upset with Inverness. Bit upset with Arfield. I should have got that Liverpool That was the easy one I went for a choke Spain, oh, Spain have just scored as well It's Morata Inside 12 minutes He does the Trademark celebration And uh, His teammates are enjoying that one Spain have looked good haven't they? Yeah Very good uh, He's a good bet for the The golden boot by the way He's banging him in He was a sub the other night Against Germany Come on Change the game and that's exactly what Germany need. So, as it stands, Germany going through, Spain going through, Maeda will be back at Lennox Town soon. Absolutely, 01419511025. We can talk a bit more about the World Cup later if you want. Gordon DL won't, he's no, done with worry. it, he hates it apparently. Uh, what do you watch instead? No, don't answer that. <laughs> fact, <right? It's laughs> let's, bring in, let's bring in Ricky, who's a Celtic fan on the line. Just before the news, Ricky, we were talking about you know this report about Jackie Marcus and, and whether or not. Celtic would maybe look to sell him soon. Um, what's your take on it? Well, of course, they'd they, they be looking for the best deals they could get, the two boys. But my thoughts on it is, if the two of them are so happy with us getting the Celtic then to go. We bought a boy in to replace Geranovic anyway, and we bought both in anyway, so that's not a big problem. Jack Anakis, fine. He's a, he's a, he's a good striker. I think we need to obviously up the ante with our strikers, especially if we into the Champions League next year. Because we need better than what we've got. I know he scored a lot of goals. He's missed his penalties. And they're dead boys. So if you're missing shots like that, I don't know. Do we need an upgrade? I probably think we do. Yeah, that, to be fair, Ricky's packaging them together, which is good in one way, Mark, if we're talking Juranovic as well, because maybe that situation... You'll get a bit more of a clue because if they do sign Alistair Johnson as soon as certain people are reporting, then you don't need three of, the, three of those right backs, do you? Three no, international uh, right backs? No, I don't think so. Um, I think that will tell a story. If Alistair Johnson is jetting back in the next few days, he's unveiled as a Celtic player, then I think everything would add up to Juranovic going out the door for probably a pretty price as well. So. I think that one looks further down the line than and more clear cut than the Jackie Marcus one does. Yeah, I've got to agree. Um but nothing's clear cut in football nowadays. Um but if you're going to sign a, a right back as quick, then you've got Ralston, you've got Juranovic. Obviously he's not going to carry three really good right backs. Um obviously Ralston will be the third pick there. But I don't think you'll carry that. So one will need to drop off. But I agree with Mark. I think the, the Jack and Marcus thing is, uh, you know, there's a lot of mileage still in that, especially with Lengthy's contract. He's a centre forward. He scores goals. You want to keep him. There's still a bit to go. Do you know there. what? See with the Jack and Marcus one, isn't he really news? I, I think every player who's under contract 
who has a good season, it'll probably be sent to their agent. You know, they had to serve more. Can I get any more? I'm not sure though, because not every and I'm again. I'm not saying this is a hundred percent the case with Jack and Marcus, right? But if that story is to believed and and you read into that, then not every player is expecting an automatic uplift from from season one to season two. No, if if that if that was if the, it's not been guaranteed, if that was the understanding of signing the contract, you take reduced terms when you sign the initial contract, and if you do well, you get. Improved terms in year two Not not every player signs yeah. a contract like yeah. that Yeah But well Again I have to go back to Whoever advised them To sign this contract Without verb or, or getting it written What those terms are Those terms could be A pound a week extra You know They, they have to be I think real. you're exaggerating there A little nah, bit it's Now the, what, what may be is We're talking about Should be down black and white It may be something Down in black and white Gordon For instance An extra X amount But Jack and Marcus might just look at it and say to his agent, do you know what? I think we've been uh, sold short here. I think we should get more. So it may mm. be a case of Celtic saying, look, we're honouring this written agreement, but you're looking for a bit more on the success that you've achieved. Ricky, your line is breaking up a bit. I mean, I could hear you. I think probably most of the listeners could. Just recap that kind of latter point. You think Jack and Marcus could be upgraded anyway as a striker? I think we need upgrade our strikers. They're beginning of Europe next year. I think we need upgrade our strikers. Uh, I know Jack and Max has scored the very low goals for us. But this is the same guy's missing penalties for us. You're dead boys. How do you, how is a good striker missing dead boys like that? I mean, it's no more every once in a while. It's consecutive. These penalties he's missed. So he's more great a striker. The blows better and being successful than barely. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Eddie. I mean, but most better players can still be successful. So I don't see Jack and Marcus as that great. Great, but we need to keep that boy like him. What do you think, Mark? Would you be judging him on the penalties he's missed more than goals that he's um, scored? I think Celtic fans would obviously like to see him top him away, but if you miss penalties, look, he's seen the greatest player ever miss one last night, and he's missed a few in his career. Um, you know what happens. But, what you've got to say is that as a focal point and a goal scorer, when a chance comes to him and taking those chances first time, he's, he's the best in the country. At a, he gives Celtic something different and he's built up a, a very good reputation in a short space of time. 18 goals in 30-odd games last season, 8 goals this season. It's good going at the minute. I don't see why you'd want to upset everything just for the sake of being... You know the highest paid striker at the club Or there or thereabouts You've signed a contract You have to work At proving you're worth that contract Which I believe he has Doesn't mean you get a contract extension The very next day So he's still got a long time left If it was six months to go Or a year to go in his contract I could understand the arguments But there's an awful long time left I'd in take, that contract i take on Ricky's point I, I totally agree in the sense that Like me personally, I would keep him. I think he's a decent. Now everybody's going well. We need an upgrade next year. The guy could come in next year and if they're in the Champions League, you know, first game get a goal, boom! All of a sudden he gets a few goals. We've seen it. Look at Harry Kane, golden boot in the World Cup last time. Comes here, can he? Can he hit the target? So it happens to strikers. So it can change next year. But if Chakamakis had to go. As much as I think it's a loss, I don't think that Celtic would in any way. Panic and think we've lost our best player, best yeah. goal scorer, whatever. They'll go and replace him. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like 
We're missing the kind of obvious nuance Mark of It's not a case of Get rid Or keep If he was to leave Celtic In this January window It's going to be for 7 8 million pounds yeah. you, would, you would imagine So that, no, It's no great disaster That's yeah. still something You'd have to seriously Consider No matter what What player it was And that well, again I keep I'm like a broken record Just listen to Ange Postacoglu I've rarely heard the manager Be so Forthright And so clear in a warning to fans that they need to be ready for players to come and go quickly. Yeah, I, I think it's a warning to his actual squad as well that even if you had a fan's favourite with them chanting songs about you, if you've got your own song lucky enough to have that, that you could just be moved on. But Jackie Marcus, if he does go, you're right, Gordon, there'll be money there for Ange Postacoglu to go and replace. And I see they're linked, if you believe the stories, they're, believed, they're linked with the. The guy sung for South Korea who yeah. scored um, scored an unbelievable header in a great game that you probably didn't watch did you? I didn't see that one Probably no, one I of the best games one. there was It clashed so, with Coronation Street that so night So there you go they're, they're you know linked with somebody right away but it's an interesting What do you think the Mark Wilson song would have sounded like at Celtic yeah, if they I had can one? imagine I think 50,000 would sing it get yeah. it Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well actually Remember the Ty Tims The, the, the group of kids Used uh-huh. to come at they, they very kindly Did a song about me It was to the tune of um, <laughs> Breakfast <laughs> No Breakfast got Tiffany's Breakfast uh, at Tiffany's Breakfast got uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's uh, uh, Like Deep Blue something Yeah well, I'm not going to sing so it I'm sure Come on I can't even imagine That was magnificent Give you a wee line I, I, No Come I, on I, I would do it In justice Wilson at Tiffany's no, it can't be Wilson. They wouldn't oh, have had the word Wilson Tiffany's is, in it. It's just well, the yeah, 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 no, no, to do with Tiffany. Wilson, oh, Parkhead. What is it? No, no. But oh, come on, sure. Callum can do a bit of digging. <laughs> come and find on. It. Christmas number Listen, one coming up right here. You cannot ever make less a fool of yourself when you've done the advertising. It's his so ringtone. So you may as well batter a wee tune out <laughs> He's got it as his ringtone. 01419511025. Thank you, Ricky. It was nice to hear from you. And we'll get more of your calls next. The kids' mission Christmas. It's J and D Pierce, structural steelwork specialists, proud to support the local community. Gordon Dale, he's the only man I know that doesn't send Christmas cards, doesn't receive Christmas cards, doesn't put a Christmas tree up. But don't let that get away from the fact that it clearly is that time of the year. The big day is fast approaching, and as exciting and as good as that is for lots of us. It's actually a time of year, unfortunately, that comes with a lot of stress, a lot of strain and a lot of struggle for so many families out there every year and particularly this year with everything that's been going on and the cost of living crisis and so on. So we're trying our best. We're going to try extra hard this year to make a little bit of difference to those children right here on our doorstep, right here in our communities uh, who are going to find it really tough this Christmas. We're talking about as many as one in two children living in poverty in some parts of Glasgow uh, and the West. So let's see what we can do to make a bit of a difference. You can help us by supporting Cash for Kids Mission Christmas. And it's always nice to know where your money's going to go, because I get it, just parting with it and then maybe not seeing where it heads can can be a bit um, difficult at times. So we're going to hear from Western Bartonshire Community Foodshare. Now, they're a food and clothing bank. They help families in poverty. And we've been catching up with Claire from the group to tell us a story about a family that she's worked with. Get in touch who both parents are out working and have never ever been in this situation before. They contact us a week before the two of them are due to get paid because there's no food left in the house, there's no money. That was a very difficult call because they found it very, very hard to get in touch and ask for that help. 
Well, you can help provide that support. Every single penny raised goes straight back to families like that that really do need your help. So go to Clyde1.com forward slash mission to find out more. That's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas with J and D Pierce. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. I, I know how it works, right? When you listen to the radio, you think, what did they do during the breaks? And I know you you probably think because we are consummate professionals, we spend the breaks, you know, researching the next topic of discussion and coming up with some really intellectual debates that we're going to have. But actually, uh, all we did was go through YouTube and try and find that song uh, that Mark <laughs> Wilson uh, was referring to. Now, we did find it. Yeah. The bad news is that the audio quality, I don't think if I play it, you won't even really be able to. Uh, to hear it But sure enough There is a song <laughs> To the tune of Breakfast at Tiffany's By Deep Blue Something <laughs> Told you The only thing though, yeah. It's not Well it is about you right But it, well, my it's face is about, But it doesn't really Mention you that often uh, It does eventually at the start It does eventually um, But the chorus is it, It's it's sort of an, A tribute to Your most famous goal Aye. Your only goal so Just shoot And I liked the song um, Before They even made it about yeah, me so, so Thank you the song sort of starts off Your name is mentioned in the verse And then it's just about like Having a boyhood dream and, and, <laughs> Well They got they asked, they asked my backstory And I gave them it And they wrote that song Curious, cre- curious <laughs> Creatures <laughs> story about you <laughs> Curious Creatures has sent one in And by the way This actually isn't too far off He says I'm not sure if this is right But it must be something like And I said What about right backs at Paradise She said I think I remember that guy As I recall I think we both kind of liked it And Mark said Watch how I take a great shy <laughs> <laughs> That's actually better Can we get some uh, backing music to that And get you to sing it Daz I quite like that. I was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Aye, listen, we'll, we'll let the fa- listeners judge. That's fame. Apple on Saturday. That's fame. Oh, I, that's, I'm, I know. I'm going to have to urge you to just go and look it up for yourself. If I try to play <laughs> it, it, you won't be able to hear it. You can't make it out. I'm sorry. You know I would. You know I'm so honoured. So was. Uh, well chuffed at anyway, that. Anyway, still, Gordon DL, you can switch off for the next ten seconds because you don't care. Costa no. Rica nil, Germany one. Twenty nine minutes and same on the clock, but it's Japan nil, Spain one. So it looks like the the big oh. boys from that group. It will be going through Teaser are, are Morocco getting the credit they deserve? I mean hold on a minute From a group mm. with Belgium and Croatia They've topped the group They've not lost a game I mean everyone Understandably was all excited about The sort of plucky performance from Canada earlier on And some other teams that have done quite well But yeah. kind of fallen short That's outrageous from Under the radar Haven't they? Morocco yeah Brilliant. and they've only is it, Conceded one goal or something In the last seven games So pretty decent defensively as well And got players that can hurt you what You might Belgium? just be the dark horse oh, that's, that's the end isn't it? Everyone keeps talking I about sh- the golden generation I sure you could have got a game with Belgium they were poor they You know what know. Alarm signals De Bruyne says You know Last week yeah. That our chance is gone We're too old I, <laughs> Red flags all over that He'd have been home De Bruyne Yeah Come out with that Negative attitude oh, No good one to your me. city Yeah no, He's a terrific player But you can come out with that If we're talking about Tenuous links from Scottish football To the World Cup Former Motherwell midfielder Roberto Martinez yeah. He's left his job tonight mm. I, don't know if you've seen, I don't know if you've seen the clip It shouldn't be a laughing matter A man leaving his job But he gives his like Final interview And then He kind of looks like He's moonwalked Out of the Out of the shot <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't Right But for whatever reason He kind of turns And then just kind of Disappears backwards <laughs> And it really does So people keep Sharing this on Twitter And saying Can't believe Roberto Martinez Just moonwalked Out of a job Oh hold on a minute I know a guy That did that at half time At your United You've seen him moonwalking Down the tunnel <laughs> 
<laughs> Putting work right into your motor Oh yeah you? Oh no no He mooned out of his oh, job Oh yeah That <laughs> was <right>. different <laughs> yeah. If it is a family show So better not describe it oh, I don't why I think of that Gordon please oh, You're so impatient Well We do a, this a, a, yeah. The rest of the lads get the teaser right. at 20 past, 25 past. I don't like to be this guy, but we do these things on my terms. Sorry, he's privileged to mere pundit to, to presenter. To timekeeper. Aren't you? Listen, you forget about Fraser Wisher every Saturday at a game, so I just, I'm, just keep me going. Right, okay, <laughs> the question tonight. Since 2004, yeah. eight players have scored for Celtic or Rangers who've been at least 36 years old at the time of scoring can you name Davis. them since let me let me repeat the question since 2004 eight players have scored for Celtic or Rangers who've been at least 36 at the time of scoring send your questions in full time at clyde1.com that's full time at clyde1.com what did you say Davis that Stephen Davis, Davis Ben yeah. Davies Stephen Davis Stephen Davis well done uh, Alves one yes it is thank you okay we'll leave it there that's two of How? eight well, yeah, that's three of eight. Let's leave it there. Okay. So it's even a say leave it there. It's a, it's a fairly like simple <laughs> instruction. Dies uh, okay. in Maeda's mixing it with the best. He's just left Sergio Busquets with a sore one on the foot. He's not bad, is he? Brilliant, amazing player. He was often overshadowed by the two in front of him with Xavi and Iniesta, but he's just makes things look so easy. Still doing it at the top level. I really want to keep talking about the World Cup just to annoy. Uh, Gordon it's Dale. been 2-0 up it's No that's Gordon. a replay So what happens sometimes On TV is <laughs> When there's a I see That's a terrific header When there's a lull in play They sometimes show replays You know of goals That have gone in earlier <laughs> You would know If you ever watched football Right okay Right okay I just I turned round there And I just mm-hmm. seen In the screen Gordon Another <laughs> lovely goal Never hit I thought that looks Similar to the last one <laughs> Never beat the time Ross County against Rangers At Ibrox Scored another Exactly no, right, no. let's go to Andy, who's a Celtic fan on the line. Uh, what's your point tonight, Andy? So I just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Jackie Marcus and him potentially leaving. I think it all comes back to what we were talking about earlier on, which is what the success like. And I think what success looks like for Ange and for Celtic under Ange, if we look at the sort of qualities he has as a manager, is a, is a deep run into the Europa League or qualifications from the the group stage in the Champions League. So when we're thinking about, you know, who should go in, who should go out, I think, like, the club needs to look at, like, how do they best reach that? Because we've got a limited amount to do it. And I think if you sell Juranovic for 15, 20 million, you sell Jackie Marcus for 5, 6 million, I think that's the sort of ruthlessness, that's the sort of turnover in the, in, in the market that we need to actually get us to a level where we can actually reach those ambitions. I think we need to stretch... Um, the 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 league we've got against Rangers, uh, uh, and I think well, not stretch. I think we need to use it to our advantage that we are such a distance away, um, and we can do that by blending in Rocco Um So if Jack and Mike goes in January, we can bring in someone else and blend in a youth player because I think that is one part of the club um, that is failing at the moment. There doesn't really seem to be a pathway. Um, but I think ultimately the question we need to ask is is Jack and Mac as a striker that takes forward in the Champions League and for me the answer is obviously not despite his qualities Mark? Can I agree more with Andy's points here uh, the first point about what success looks like qualifying or getting to the latter stages uh, the Europa League or getting out the group stages of the Champions League of course that's going to be the, the long term aim 
Um, but Ange Postecoglou doesn't have an unlimited time to do that. Uh, he strikes me as a manager who wants to move and progress very, very quickly. So his statement the other week there, you know, ties in with that. He will move players mm. on and get players in for just, just bigger money. To remind you of context, because I've certainly banged on about those comments enough tonight. From memory, that answer was to a question about what do we do to make us more competitive in Europe. Yeah. That, yeah. that was it. That's that's how he answered it. So Andy. I'm sure he'll be pleased to know Because I'm sure he loves the guy Andy is on the exact same wavelength yeah. As Ange Postacoglu 100% you know, we've, we've been conditioned haven't we To thinking That most managers want Continuity Want to keep the same squad together For a few years And that's how you progress It sounds like Ange Postacoglu's take on it Is completely different Yeah uh, I mean because the players come To the country He's coached them He's shaped them He gets a look at them Every single day So he's he's wise to know if these guys can take him to the next level Or there's maybe a ceiling with him uh, He's the only man that can make that decision And he will get the final decision Who comes and goes I did like Andy's point His last point about the youth players coming through I think mm. that's something That is getting a wee bit overlooked at the minute Celtic had this great period Where they were churning out players And they were they were playing first team football At the top level and successful And then being sold on It's went a wee bit quiet just now I know Doak left And he would have been a great one to keep but Vata He heard good things about him But you look at the Celtic bench And it is littered with quality at the minute But very few young players coming through To make an impact on the team I agree with that I, I would like to, And I think every every fan likes to see Homegrown players coming through Gordon Younger players getting the opportunity But it's just a modern day game now And when they are a sensational young player Like the, the Liverpool's not come in and take them uh, On Andy's point <coughs> Talking about two players there I think that if Celtic got 2021 20, million for those two players you be the best bit of business you've you've done for a long long time I, I just like the way Postacoglu goes about his businesses no player is bigger than the club he just has that attitude and the, the right attitude as well look I really got on with my players but to take it forward I may have to sacrifice some of the supporters favourites best way to run a club but you know he's doing it for mm. the best of Celtic they trust in him they trust him in the transfer market uh, and I think that's the right road to go down for me That said, Andy Every every signing's a risk obviously How how confident are you that There is a reasonably priced upgrade On Georgius Giacomacus out there Because they're not easy to come by, are they? Uh, no, I'm very confident actually I mean, look, I think uh, Georgius Giacomacus is a player that has Really, really great qualities In a limited amount of areas And I don't mean that to be condescending But he's a fantastic finisher He's fantastic in the six-yard box um, he's obviously physical But I think that Especially in the latter things When you go into Europe I mean one of the things I noticed Was how big All the other players were Compared to ours And so you've got A big strong player Like, like Jack and Marcus Who that physicality Really lets him Get away with a lot of stuff In Scotland That you just can't get away with In Europe So I think like There's potentially Some of those points Where you can improve on Even at the same sort of price level But even I think In terms of The way that he fits Sanchez's system You know Look at Kyogo One of the best things about him Is even when he's not scoring He's pressing And he's pressing constantly And then he's 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 resetting And pressing again He has a natural stamina That just isn't In Gigi's game So I think that you can Definitely go and get A different type of striker For that Four, five, six million mark um, but one that fits the system better And I think that getting in and progressing in Europe For a team of Celtic size Is all about a system It's not about individual players anymore It can't be because you simply can't afford that individual player Great point Again um, Andy's right uh, If you're going to go out and 
you know, try and compete by buying one of the big boys, one of the strikers that will light up the Champions League. He's right. Celtic and Rangers just can't afford that now. So the system has to be the thing that sits above anything to create the chances. I think experience also helps if you've got a, a shot at it, like the guys did this year. I'll put them in a better place for next year. But, uh, I mean, I kind of disagree with much with Andy saying there. It's progressive. It agrees with what Ange Postecoglou has already stated. And it includes youth in there as well. So, yep, spot on. Uh, thank you, Andy. Some very sensible points well made. It was a pleasure, Andy and Craig End on 01419511025. Uh, we are on Twitter as well, at Clyde SSB. If you'd rather get in touch that way, approaching half time. I thought Germany had just doubled their lead, but it whistles past the post. So still one up against Costa Rica. And Spain, the same scoreline uh, over Japan. Dyson Maeda pressed the Spain goalkeeper. It was a wonderful moment there, Mark, but five minutes ago, because it showed the strength of both, if you like. He's hounded down the Spain keeper, and you think, oh, he's, he's forced him into a mistake. The keeper then gets himself in all sorts of trouble, but then somehow in just turns and pings this immaculate ball out. Yeah, that's out the quality to, out to his right back. So it's. Um, an education, I think, for goalkeepers now, and, and others. Goalkeepers nowadays, I mean, they could be players could be a yard away from them, and they will still take the chance and an extra touch. Back in Daz's day, yeah, as soon as it went, I agree with they would that. Just pick it up and, and punt yet, it. On the other hand, they won't catch the ball. <laughs> they have, they have lost the powers with their hands. Oh, incredible. Uh, anyway, since 2004-8, players have scored for Celtic or Rangers who have been at least 36 years old at the time of scoring. You've got Clint Hill, Bruno Alves and Steve Davis. I'll take one, one more guess each. Yes, Dion Dublin. What a shout that yes. is. We'll get the rest of the answers next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Into the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard with Mark Wilson and Gordon DL No change in the score lines at the World Cup Still 1-0 uh, to the favourites in both games How are you getting on with this teaser? How are you? Say that again Brilliant Since 2004-8 players have scored for Celtic or Rangers who've been at least 36 at the time Clint Hill, Bruno Alves, Davy Weir, Steve Davis, Dion Dublin. I'll take one more guess. We're going to go Roy Keane. Don't bother. Don't waste my okay, time. Okay, forget that was Mark saying it. He did score. He must have been thirty-five. Right, I'll go. Defoe must be one. Mm-hmm. Mark, one guess from you. Kenny Miller, friend of the show. Yeah. So long, Kenny Miller. What about Alec Ray? He's he's left us. He's away to Huddersfield, of course. I love the best Kenny. The coaching I'm staff. Sure um, well, why not? Well, be. Look, look at the podcast. And how about the numbers? The podcast is tomorrow. So you'll oh, listen tomorrow. Online or something. Uh. Um. <laughs> All the best as well, Kenny. By the way, this, this game, this is a, one of the only games I've seen stoppage time at the end of the first half. One minute. One minute. It's usually like nine and ten minutes. Yeah, there really must be a lack of uh, action because oh, you're right. One minute in this as well. Uh, one minute in both. And in fact, it's this is the history-making fixture. One of them, isn't it? Female referee at the Men's World Cup. Yeah. Uh, Celtic fans may remember the same referee from the Bernabeu. Full team. Yeah. Assistant refs as well. Um, I'm sure Matt O'Reilly doesn't have fond memories after that handball decision. <laughs> no. But there we are, and it is half time uh, in both of those games. So no real surprises in store, Mark. You have to say it doesn't look like it. 
don't think so um, But you can't write off this Japanese team We've seen them oh, against the Germany, Germany game, yeah. And they came out in the second half And were terrific So I think there's still life left in this uh, Okay let's go to the phones We'll bring in Neil Who's in Cumbernauld I think we can finish as we started We were asking Rangers fans What success for Michael Beale Would be like this season Or the sort of minimum for success Neil what would your take be? Well, I was just phoning up about the the Rangers fan that was on saying, "Oh, we want we want the the treble and beat Celtic three times." And yeah, that would be absolute magnificent. That'd be one hell of a that'd be a great season. But realism is Rangers have regressed so far over the last twelve months that realistic expectations has to be one of the the cups, an improvement and the the game and improvement of style of play, a bit more fight and passion from the players and show a desire that they actually want to wear the jersey. Show something that says they want to be at the club and close that gap. That's that's the minimum requirement is give us something to look forward to to possibly next season uh, that we can put up a fight and that Bill is the right man to move us forward. Just on something you said about regression, Neil, a line that Michael Beale, I think he must like, he's used it in a couple of different interviews, almost word for word. He says that Rangers aren't as broken as everyone thinks. You're talking about that you know, you, you sound like you feel they've regressed quite a distance. Do you disagree with that? You, st- you think there still is a good bit that's broken? He's he's ticking boxes for the media to, to say to his players, listen, these aren't as bad as what's what's going on, but... You look at the stats, we were six points in front of Celtic when Gio took over. And yes, we reached the UEFA Cup and that was fantastic. You never forget Dortmund and Leipzig, things like that. But we were six points in front and we lost the title and we're nine points behind. That is a regression. That's that's from, from going unbeaten to winning the league title to losing six points uh, uh, late and then nine points by this time this year. That is regression. That's there's no what's and buts about it. He's just trying to appease the players. Yeah, and what he's been keen to point out, Mark, he's, he said it again is that this time last year it was Rangers that had the big advantage and Celtic overturned it. Therefore, it is possible. Now, some people would say that's not it's not a brilliant example because it was the Rangers players who lost that. Yeah, you know. So how how does that give them motivation? But I suppose just by the simple fact that it can be done. If we're just talking about sheer arithmetic, nine is is a lot. In fact, I was looking through the league tables because I'm that sad, thinking about something entirely different, and it jumped out at me. I'm not sure. I'm not sure many teams anywhere in the entire SPFL are separated by nine points in terms of the team next to them. Yeah, if that makes any sense, it's like the yeah. world's worst stat, right? But that's one of the biggest gaps you'll get between two teams next to each other in the in any table, in, you know, in Scotland at the moment. And the team you're well, the team you're Try to catch Aren't misfiring Haven't changed their manager You know There aren't new methods Try to be put in place Like Rangers were With Van Bronckhurst At that time Um, So it's incredibly difficult To To draw a comparison For, for that But I, I get what Beal's doing Because he has to give The Rangers fans Some Kind of Hope And The only way of doing that Is referring back to that Points gap To say look It isn't possible But the, the the, the terms are different and and what's surrounding both teams Rangers were a different place Celtic were in a totally different place now than Rangers were at that time so incredibly difficult but success I'll go back to it is, is 
Beating Celtic at the turn of the year To reduce the points gap And then go from there mm. Take it from there In the transfer window And that can only set you off on the right foot But they need to win their games of course From now Or when they start back until They get to Celtic So to sort of sum up Neil You want a trophy And you would also settle If that's the right word for A team that Looks like it knows what it's doing A team that looks like it's improving And is playing in the right style And, and looks like they can get better Exactly Something to look forward to Watching them again I've watched Rangers Every game And Since the, since the summer It's just been painful And I know Rangers next, Within the last six months Of the, this season coming They will drop points uh, Celtic will drop points But Rangers will drop points as well Because we've got a habit of dropping points To the lower teams uh, Getting draws against the lower teams And that's something needs to rectify as well But it's been just so painful watching them and just seeing that you've got so much passion for a club, but yet your the people that are wearing the jersey that you'd love to wear, they're not matching that. It's a good way of putting it, Gordon, actually, because mm. obviously we talk about the tangible things like points and trophies. If Michael Bill can get to the summer and give Rangers fans belief that next season's going to be a successful one, then that'll be job done. In, in, a, in a way You know And I don't know Whether that includes a trophy or not Whether it includes two trophies mm. But that will say a lot About how he does Between now and then If Rangers fans can get to the summer And go right From what I've seen Bring on next season Yeah I, I, I agree with Neil I think Neil's making great points there I think you've got to look at it Remember This is Michael Beale He's he's an office as a manager as well He's got to go in there And learn his trade It's okay talking about Oh he's a great coach And the players will respond to him He's got to manage He's got to make big decisions So I think sometimes You get carried away with the appointment Thinking oh hold on a minute This guy's got some reputation In the training ground You've got to get your players out there Got to get points I think Neil makes great points If he can win a trophy I think it'd be brown for him I can't see them win the league I really can't But I think every Rangers fan will echo Neil's sentiments their way. Give us some entertaining football because they'd switched off mm. with Van Brockforce. Let's be honest about it. Rangers fans weren't happy with style of football. Can Bill bring that? I think he will. But I still think Bill's a lot of learning to do as well. Yeah, that comment earlier, Mark, that we referenced about playing like the bigger team. I thought that was quite interesting because everybody knows if we're going to bang on about budgets and so on when Rangers and Celtic into the Champions League there is next to no excuse that Rangers shouldn't be properly at it and at least trying to be dominant and at least look like more often than not cause it won't happen all the time that the other teams can't live with them it just it's the harsh reality of economics that's the way it should yeah. be and maybe that's what's been missing well it's not shying away from the glaring f- fact that's there for everybody to see and I think that is to be admired I think the Rangers fans themselves welcome that because everybody knows the financial gap and the quality of players at Rangers is is better than the you know most of the the teams in the league. So yeah, I think they'll embrace that. But I think he's got that message was also for the players as well. The players will be listening to every word that he's saying in that press conference at five o'clock tonight and thinking right, this is what our managers all about. This is the standards he sets. And this is the way he wants us to play So as much for the fans It's for the players Neil some good points well made Thank you very much That was Neil in Cumbernauld Which means there's only one thing left for you to do Which is give me one more name on this teaser We're looking for Since 2004 
Eight players that have scored for Celtic or Rangers Who've been at least 36 At the time of scoring Guys like Defoe, Hill, uh, Davey Weir, Kenny Miller Bruno Alves, Steve Davis, Dion Dublin Put your jacket on Mark I've got this I like Ray Nope <laughs> Take your jacket back off Janino Oh no. no No Neil Lennon No Oh it's getting worse Yeah Have I told you the new thing That if you don't get the teaser The show actually doesn't finish It just stays on Something right, we're, we're introducing going, Between right, now and Give Christmas. us a clue Celtic or Rangers Rangers Um. Oh uh, Northern Irish boy No Oh, oh the lad up front No it's not him <sighs> Started his career at Your boy Your hometown team I should say Going to say your boyhood team that'll get you in bother, right? Motherwell started his career at Motherwell, mm-hmm. old with Rangers, old with Rangers. He's now on the coaching staff at one of the Edinburgh teams, McCulloch Lee McCulloch. Ah. There we go. Thank you, Mark and Gordon. Thank you for all your calls and tweets. We are back tomorrow from six. Don't miss it. And Callum Gallagher is up next. <laughs>